Hello and welcome back to part two of our Champions League review. I'm sorry everyone, but he's back again. I'm back. His dad is back. Okay, we're going to start straight away with Inter Milan versus Atletico Madrid. Well, I thought on the balance of it, Inter deserved it. They created a lot of chances. Arnautovic, about three sitters. He probably should have scored, would you say? Uh, And then he finally got one in, although he almost missed that one as well. Uh, I thought uh, Lautaro was pretty impressive up front, even though he didn't score, led the line well. Uh, And Morata came on and made it slightly difficult for Inter at the end. But yeah, on balance, I reckon Inter deserved it. What do you think? I thought, yeah, Arnautovic probably could have scored a hat-trick and just a close finish from him. Atletico defended well with Inter's multitude of chances. It will be very interesting in the second leg in Madrid. Only a one-goal lead. Inter really not looking like the finalists from last season. Maybe not, but I do also think, I think Atletico at home in Madrid, I think will put them under pressure and I think they will fancy their chances. Okay, game two, PSV versus Borussia Dortmund. Mm, Yeah, quite the interesting one. There's a hard-fought draw, pretty open the whole way through. I think PSV will be disappointed not to have scored more. Uh, Tillman's pretty profligate in front of goal. Although Meyer was pretty good, wasn't he, actually? Yeah. Yeah, Between the sticks. Uh, And then Marlon, former player, scoring uh, for Borussia Dortmund. Another one with those muted celebrations. Uh, and good to see Jaden Sancho out playing, although I'm not sure it was his finest game. Yeah, I thought that I noticed that Dortmund didn't have Gregor Kobel in goal, but mm. Maia still did really well and kept Dortmund in the game. Of course, the goal from Daniel Marlon against his former club. And then Dortmund got a bit sloppy and Matt Hummels gave away the penalty. Now... I don't really know the rules. Was that a penalty or not? Mm, I think from what the commentators are saying that he possibly didn't get enough of the ball and then took the player out. So it is a penalty, but I don't know. It's It seems to be interpreted different ways in different leagues. Lots of chances missed. It was a really closely matched game, but it will be very interesting in the second leg, especially in Germany with all that atmosphere. It's definitely on a knife edge, and I'd say Dortmund will be slightly happier going back to Germany. Okay, game three. It's Porto versus Arsenal. Hmm, it wasn't the most exciting game, although it finished pretty well, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I don't think the game really kicked off till the 90th minute. (laughs) Well, it wasn't the free-flowing Arsenal that we've seen in the Premier League that have been scoring goals for fun. And I certainly wouldn't have put them uh, down for a 0-0 draw or even a 1-0 loss. But both teams did have their chances, didn't they? Uh, And, you know, it was a great winner. Um, And... But I, I, to be honest, I think Arsenal will still think that they've got this in the bag. I don't see them playing as badly as they did in Porto. I thought it was a brilliant goal by Galeno to see the game. It, yeah, like you said, it wasn't really an interesting game. Arsenal had a few chances and they really should have scored. But I think it's anyone's game in the second leg. Well, uh, yeah, I heavily back Arsenal to overturn that 1-0 deficit. 
Okay, Napoli versus Barcelona, the last Champions League game of the week. Well, uh, Barca were lively in Napoli. I don't think Napoli actually created too much. Uh, Gundogan, very, very lively. And Lewandowski with another smart finish. Uh, But I suppose uh, Victor Osimhen, he's the man that they're always talking about as a target for potentially some of the Premier League clubs. Um, He was strong on that turn, finished well. I do wonder how he would do in the Premier League. And actually, would you take Lautaro or would you take him? I think Osimhen's been heavily linked with a Premier League move with uh, Chelsea or Arsenal. I think with Arsenal also interested in Tony, is Chelsea really interested in a quality striker or are they just there to splash the cash? Mm, but I think both of them could potentially do something there. Uh, so anyway, well, I think this one could probably go either way. I think Barca will be happier with a home leg still to come. Don't know what you thought. I thought Lewandowski's goal, very well taken, but it wasn't to be the win for Barcelona because of, of course, Osimhen's great turn and finish. A lot of good chances by Barcelona, had goalkeeper Meret really working, but both teams not looking like champions of Italy and Spain from last season. Of course, the home advantage is with Barcelona, but they will be very annoyed with that draw. Mm, definitely. But still, probably a guy, another finely balanced tie. In our last episode, we asked some questions on transfers. Here are the answers. Number one, who is the most expensive transfer at £198 million? The answer was Neymar Jr. Number two. Who is the most expensive goalkeeper? This one was Kepa Arisa Balaga at 75 million. And finally, how much was Jude Bellingham signed for by Real Madrid? The answer there was 103 million pounds. So a lot of money. Okay, I finally found a proper presenter to present the quiz. I've ditched Dad. Why? I'm still here. Rocco is here. First quiz question. Who is the oldest player to play in the Champions League round of 16? Question two. Who is the youngest player play in the Champions League round of 16 and finally which team has appeared in the Champions League round of 16 the most and we'll reveal the answers on our next podcast now all that's left to say is thank you to my guest you're welcome and goodbye goodbye